This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning and welcome back. I am Heather Caro. I am your host for Real Presence Live this morning. Thank you for joining us and thank you for letting us into your homes, workplaces, cars, wherever you might be. Uh, It's just a pleasure to be with you this morning. I've had a great and inspiring show this morning um and it's not going to end there because we've got colin and jessica Engelhart on the line with us good morning to both of you good morning morning. so colin why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are i um so i I grew up in in bismarck north dakota um i uh i'm married we uh jess was married for almost 10 years we have uh, four kids uh eight Seven, five, and two, and I am an accountant. Very good. So a busy household, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it can be. It can be. Yeah. So Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I grew up in Southern California. Oh. Uh, moved to Bismarck in 2009, where I attended the University of Maryland, and thankfully met Colin and. Kind of saved my soul because I wasn't practicing at the time. So. Really? Interesting. Yeah. That could be a whole other interview, I think, <laughs> by the sounds <laughs> of it. <laughs> but we're here to talk about uh, new diocesan young, young adult. I guess I don't know how new it is. A young adult uh, group that the Bismarck Diocese is putting on. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get started a little bit. Uh, so, it's, yeah, it's not... Super, it's not super new, so it actually okay. started, oh, I'm trying to think. I must have been in high school when it started, and it wasn't started okay. by me. So Jerome, Jerome and Sarah Richter, um, they're cathedral parishioners. Uh, they they started the group, and I, uh, I actually lived with them for a little time when I was in college, and so I would kind of attend some of these young adult groups. Um, and then, uh, yeah, college, got married, and, you know, started kind of building our friend group and we're like oh we're really really like something uh you know similar to to the young adults group that uh, i remember seeing at jerome and sarah's and so i had asked mm-hmm. them you know they were kind of they were kind of you know uh not getting old but they're getting you know they're getting older their kids were busier and so i was like hey would you guys mind if we um if we took on this group and so uh we actually we started doing uh hosting this in 2017 and uh, kind of with the idea of uh, evangelizing other people, but evangelizing ourselves, too, you know, right. learning more about our faith. Yeah, and so, uh, it, yeah, kind of, it started, yeah, it's, it's been around for a long time, uh, different kind of iterations, but we've been hosting it since about 2017. So, Jessica, when he says hosting, what does that mean? So it used to mean me attempting to clean my house every day. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, no, so we actually used to host it in our house. Um, we would socialize in the house and then go to our garage and set up tons of metal folding chairs and just kind of hang out until dang near the wee hours of the morning. I mean, we had some that like wouldn't leave till 2 a.m., which was great because there was so much fruit coming from that conversation. Now it's a little different. Um, we host it at the Cathedral Rectory. So the priests have opened their home to us, and we wow. can hang out there until the wee hours of the morning, and I don't <laughs> get to clean it. 
<laughs> and you don't have the best part. Best part, you don't have yeah. to <laughs> So when you I get to Yeah. When you get to, to when you get together, is there like a format? Is it like all laid out? This is what we do first, second, third? I mean, or is it more relaxed? How does it look? So when uh, so uh, oh sorry, Colin. Oh sorry. <laughs> I was going to say Jeff does a lot of the a lot of the prep work. So um, as far as doing the you know sending out social media stuff and uh, buying because you have snacks and and drinks and that sort of thing that we have at these events and Jeff does a lot of that on the on the front end. So there's a lot of lead up to it. But the actual event itself, we we they're Friday nights. We start at six thirty and there's about a half hour social, and then we have a speaker. Um, that speaks for anywhere from half hour to 45 minutes, you know, uh, sometimes longer, but we like to keep them about a half hour to 45 minutes and then we have some time for, for Q and a, um, and so then by about, uh, eight o'clock, uh, the, the speaker's all done. And then we have about another hour of socializing where we still, cause we have some childcare that is offered at the parish from, oh, wow. uh, six until nine. And then, uh, and, but then, you know, a lot of times people still hang out till, yeah, like Jeff was saying, sometimes till the wee hours of the morning. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, and so that's kind of the that's kind of the format. So then, Jessica, how often are you guys meeting? So we meet about six times a year. Um, okay. It just really depends on the rectory schedule and kind of um, where the holidays fall. We try not to do anything too crazy around the holidays. The holidays are busy enough. Um, and then, especially in the summer with our North Dakota summers, it's nice to get out and enjoy those things. So we don't typically host in the summer, but uh, six times a year average. Nice. And for you, Colin and Jessica, and I'll let you decide who answers this, how has, that, how has this group impacted your marriage and your lives? Colin, why don't you go first? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, for me, uh, I mean, just a great great aspect of it is, like I said, learning about our faith. I mean, we get a lot of speakers. I mean, we've had, we have a lot of, uh, I work, I actually work out at the University of Mary, and so we have a lot of U, U Mary theology professors that come out and talk. Um, we've had, I mean, they're probably our, our biggest guest. We had Matt Frad one time. <laughs> come wow. Speak, uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, and so just, yeah, being evangelized, I mean, it just, I'm inspired by the events and then getting to hang out and build that Catholic community. For me, that's the Probably the biggest part is just feeling supported, uh, yeah. you know, as a young Catholic man trying to raise a young Catholic family. Uh, it's, yeah. it's helpful to have that community. Absolutely. How about for you, Jessica? Yeah, so for me, it's, I learn something new every time. Like I said, I've kind of fallen away from my Catholic faith um, in my middle school, high school years, and then didn't start practicing until college. So I feel like for me... If I'm learning something new each and every day, whether that's from the speaker, whether it's talking to a mom or a fellow dad who's like in the, um, who just comes to the event. And there's just so much good friendship that comes from it. I have the ability to stay at home during the day, so mm. it can get a little lonely. So getting out on a Friday night and not worrying about child care or anything like that, it's just, it's, it makes it easy to get out on a Friday night be fruitful in conversation and just be intentional with our time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I would think too, naturally um, you would develop relationships outside of the group, you know, this, that would spur on other relationships that you don't just see just at the group. Right. 
Oh, definitely, sure. especially and, in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I would say, to another aspect of this that we haven't talked about is that when we started doing this, uh, you know, I said Jerome and Sarah Richter, they were the ones that did it before, and they suggested that we get a core group of people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, having having that, having this, we've, we kind of have this core group of people that we kind of, you know, nudge to make sure that they're at the events. And so even if no one else shows up, we have fun with them. <laughs> but and so we've been able to, uh, we've, we've been able to just build those relationships too, uh, with our core group. And then, you know, new people come and, um, and then you meet those people and build those relationships. And so, yeah, it's been very fruitful that way. Nice. Very nice. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Colin and Jessica Inglehart. Uh, they lead a group called Beyond Belief. It's a Bismarck diocesan young adult group. Um, and they meet hmm, every other month, I would guess, around that time. But you guys do have a group that's coming up February 17th. Tell us about that. Yep. So, uh, our, like I said, we get a lot of you Mary uh, professors that that's speaking. So our next uh, our next talk is going to be given by Dr. David Echelbarger. Uh, he specializes in bioethics, which is oh. so that'll be yeah so that'll be kind of interesting mm-hmm. to see uh, what what he brings to the table. I mean, he's uh, for anyone that knows him or has had him as a professor or heard him speak, he's just very he's dynamic and having especially in the world that we live in to have someone with that bioethics background from a Christian standpoint. Uh, they'll just be, yeah, it would be really, uh, I'm sure, uh, enlightening for people, and just especially the Q&A, I think, will be great, because he just, uh, he understands all the complicated uh, issues and how to address them from mm-hmm. a Catholic standpoint. Wow, sounds really good. And so that's going to be at the rectory, is that where it's at? Yep, it's at the Cathedral Rectory, uh, Father Josh Eli. Our rector there, he is a, uh, He's a great host and uh, very welcoming. He lets, he lets us in that uses rectory basically whenever we ask. So that's nice. awesome. Nice. Well, folks, we're just talking uh, with Colin and Jessica, but we have to take a quick break, Colin and Jessica, and I'm hoping you'll stay with me through the break and uh, discuss a little bit more. I want to talk about how uh, other areas that are hearing this and think, hmm, this sounds really interesting, how we can encourage them to maybe start it in their area. So, Um, If you guys stick with me through the break, we'll have more with Colin and Jessica and Beyond Belief from the Bismarck Diocese. I'm Heather Carroll. I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. We'll take a quick break and be back with more right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. It's no secret that parents and students alike love the University of Mary, the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. The Mary community provides students with a home away from home, one that is grounded in the rich vibrancy of the church. With nearly 60 degree programs, 18 NCAA Division II athletic teams, and a thriving university ministry program, there's something for everyone. Find your place at Mary. Visit cometomary.life. 
Presence Radio is available on Alexa-enabled devices, including Amazon Echo, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To enable the skill, just say, Alexa, enable Real Presence Radio. To listen, say something like, Alexa, open Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use commands like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Alexa-enabled devices. Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. C.S. Lewis famously wrote that we are secret agents behind enemy lines. It's true. This world is under hostile rule and its prince is in full-scale rebellion against our Father in Heaven with a mission to take as many souls with him as possible. Our mission, should we choose to accept it, is to raid and poach in Satan's territory and rescue souls out from under him. We should not be surprised or dismayed at opposition. Of course, Satan will work to stop us, but we have a clear promise that we are equipped and commissioned to do the job. We are called to attack the kingdom of the world and rescue souls in bondage to the world, the flesh, and the devil, and bring them to our Father's heavenly kingdom. Are you ready? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. I am your host this morning, broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining me today. We're uh, having Colin and Jessica Engelhardt are our last guests this morning. They're talking about Beyond Belief. It's a diocesan young adult group um, that's been going for a while in the Diocese of Bismarck, and we're just kind of talking about the ins and the outs. And I was scoping on your Facebook page, because, you know, when I'm an interviewer, I like to stalk people. It's my job. (laughs) (laughs) And And I see on your January event, you have a room full of people. So how many people come to these talks? Yeah, so for for that event, we had right around 90, 90 to 100 people there. Wow. Um, yeah, um, and and that, I mean, lately that hasn't been uncommon. You know, uh, when we when we first started doing them, we were hosting them in our garage, and our garage isn't, isn't as large as the, uh, the rectory's garage, but so we would have, you know, probably average around like 35, 40, and, uh, but since we've been at the directory, I think just a little bit more welcoming space and then uh, a little bit bigger space. Yeah, we've been, yeah, probably averaging closer to that 75, 80, and then, you know, sometimes we'll have, yeah, that 100. You know, I think sometimes it's just timing, sometimes it's yeah. the speaker, but... That's beautiful. So, Jessica, what makes you think these people, what brings these people here? What are they hungering for? I think they're just hungry for truth, hungry for good intentional relationships um, that go beyond just that Friday night conversation. I mean, I've gotten coffee with people who have just showed up and they're like, hey, I, I want to get to know people from this diocese. I want to be able to form good, solid friendships founded on my Catholic faith. And that's what our world needs right now. We need good mm-hmm. intentional friendships. Yeah. 
Well, and I I read a book about uh, the Church of Our Fathers, and it and I've brought this up many times on the air, but it talks about how our church fathers community was completely different than our community is today and that we're really missing community they would see each other at the grocery store they would see each other and they're probably not even a grocery store it's probably a a bread shack down the street or you know they would run into (laughs) each other all the time and they would see each other at different things all the time and they were way more interactive then we are locked up in our houses with our computers and jobs and, you know, life gets busy. It's just the way it is. And so they're talking about how evangelization looks different these days because we are different and the way we work is different. And you can see in this picture that they are hunger, they're hungering for community. They want that community. And I would think as a young adult, it would be harder to find. Yeah, yeah well, I agree. And it's especially intimidating to come into a group that you may not be familiar with every single person in the room and you really have to put yourself out there. But it's a lot more welcoming to know you're going into an, a group of people who you already have something in common with. Right. For sure. For sure. And I think, think too, that even though we live in maybe a different time than yeah, our fa- our fathers uh, grew up in. We're still we're still humans. We still mm-hmm. need to interact with e- each other. We still, you know, we still hunger for that you know person to person contact. And mm-hmm. so, um, I think this having having these uh, these groups uh, really feeds that that desire for you know human interaction. And then. And you get to know people, and you can see them on the street, and say, you know, call them by name, and and you know who they are. And I think that I think that matters. I think it matters to people yep. to yeah to be known. It does. It does. So, um, Jessica, for for people who are listening, what is a young adult? <laughs> That's always my first <laughs> question. Am I a young adult? No, but what is a young adult? <laughs> I know. I should probably just rename it middle-aged adults, but I'm way too prideful for that. I should continue to pray for God's mercy in that. No, I mean, legally, you have to be 21 because there is alcohol on the premises. Okay. Um, But 21 to mid-40s is kind of our target age. Most people are in their early to mid-30s. and But no matter how old you are, we'd love to have you, and it's great to learn something new every day. So you're not going to check IDs at the door? Unless they're twenty one. The no. <laughs> <laughs> you look you too old, like, ma'am. Your mom drops you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not looking at them saying you've got some gray hair, you need to head out. <laughs> no, I say I want the nice, to be the like nice you. thing about <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about hosting the young adults event is that it just keeps shifting with our age. So Nice. <laughs> all Love of the young adults. Love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I tend to think I'm younger than I am. and I, That's fine. <laughs> so I also wanted to encourage um, those that are listening. We cover such a wide area um, and we have such beautiful things going on in all of our dioceses. If somebody's listening to this and they're really desiring to have something like this in their area, how hard would it be to start something like this? Like, how do you promote it? How do you get the ball rolling? What advice can you give to them? So I would I would say you know the the format itself that we have works really well you know that's having social having a speaker 
having social because it allows for kind of a kind of a shallow entry with the social and then you're you know just getting to sit there and listen to someone talk and then you know something to talk talk about mm-hmm. after after that but the thing to get it started that is really helpful is having a parish that that buys in you know they mm-hmm. can you know the cathedral does a great job of providing us resources both in the place and then also you know they provide the snacks and the drinks and stuff like that which makes it you know makes it a lot easier for us you know Jess can talk a little bit about how you get people to the event you know she does a good job with you know social media stuff but having like I said having having a rector having uh, um, a parish that buys in is very very helpful mm-hmm. for sure how about on your end Jessica yeah I think the biggest thing is don't make it more complicated than it needs to be Talk Amen. to your rector, find a, <laughs> find a place, and find something that you want to talk about or you want to learn more about, throw a couple bags of Doritos on the table, and just mm-hmm. have a good time. Yeah. You can ask people to bring something. You can show up with a box of quickies. It doesn't matter. You just yeah. have to be intentional with your time and your conversation. Yeah. My mother always uh, quotes, I think it's a John Paul II quote, um, but I could be totally wrong, and I'm going to quote it totally wrong, but you'll get the gist. Uh, what is the devil keeping you busy doing to keep you f- something busy doing good that is keeping you from doing something great? So don't get lost in the weeds. Don't get worried about what we're going to feed them and what chairs they're going to sit on and all these, you know, don't get lost in the weeds. Just think mm-hmm. about, you know, the what's the goal, and the goal is just to come together. So I love that you said, don't make it more complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a pretty simple person. Don't make anything complicated for me. Yeah. Well, if people are interested in joining this next group coming up February 17th, where can they find information about that? We have our Beyond Belief Bismarck Diocese Adult Facebook page. Um, otherwise, it's posted in the cathedral rector or uh, cathedral bulletin. It's on the TVs, and most local parishes in Bismarck will post that information as well in their bulletins. Nice. All right. Well, any last thoughts before I let you go, Colin? Uh, just th- thanks for thanks for having us on. Uh, I, like I said earlier, I think building having stuff like this to build Catholic community is super important. Uh, you know. I think that's yeah. always been important, but now it seems more important than ever. Yeah. And so, I, uh, yeah, thanks for letting us get on and share our mission of how we seek to evangelize. Wonderful job. And, Jessica, any last thoughts from you? Yeah, I hope to see anyone and everyone in the Bismarck Mandan surrounding area at our event next Friday to listen to David, Dr. David Eckelbarger talk about bioethics. And I hope that you're... Uh, wanting to start your own group if you're not in the Bismarck Mandan area. And I just will continue to pray for you. And thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, and I would, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Jessica and Colin, and say that if somebody has questions, they can just DM you on Facebook. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Colin doesn't have social media, but I will respond. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, Jessica and Colin, thank you so much for sharing Beyond Belief with us this morning. We appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. You have a great day. You too. You too. All right. Great couple doing great work. Uh, that's what this whole entire show seems to be about is people doing 
uh, great work in the avenue that God has called them to work in. And it's just so uh, exciting and inspiring to see all of that. So now we're going to head on up to Fargo. Rachel has been producing us all morning. Rachel, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Heather? How's the weather in Fargo? Um, I haven't been outside for a couple hours, but it looks like the sun's out. <laughs> hey, we'll take it. Yeah. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. We'll take it. So what do we have going on next week? So on the next Real Presence Live Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Father Richard Kunst and Kevin Pilon are your hosts coming to you live from St. James in Duluth. They'll be speaking with Kevin and Mary O'Neill about their recent book, A Pocket Guide to the History of the Rosary. And Father Jordan Dosh, Director of Vocations for the Diocese of Bismarck, will share about the meaning of vocations and how to discern God's plan for your life. All this and more is coming on the next Real Presence Live Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Excellent. Thank you, Rachel, for uh, directing me this morning. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I always throw curveballs at, at whoever produces my shows because I'm like, okay, I'm done with this conversation. We're going to take a two-minute break now. <laughs> and they just roll with it. They're awesome. They're awesome. So thank you folks for listening today. Uh, it was an, a really, really good show today. We started with Christopher Dodson. Um, he talked about a lot of farming bills and different laws that are going on in the legislative session. South Dakota and North Dakota have really short legislative sl- sessions, so you have to really pay attention and Maybe check out your Catholic conference in your area. There's a North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota one. Um, Just about every state has one. Be sure to log in and see what's going on in your state and how you can be a part of that. Then we moved on to Nathan Carr. Uh, He was talking about Giving Hearts Day. So if you haven't given yet in North Dakota to the Newman Center, now is the time to call up and give um, support to that local Newman Center. And then we announced also that on April 11th, we're going to be broadcasting live from the Newman Center, and Nathan is taking over the show, and we're going to have nothing but Newman Center uh, guests on that morning. So that's really going to be a ton of fun. Jenna joined us from Blessed Is She. She talked about some great opportunities that we have as women and men for Lent. It's just around the corner, so we need to kind of figure out what we're going to be doing for Lent. And she helped us with a few ideas with Blessed Is She. And then Colin and Jessica, we just got off the line with Beyond Belief, which is a young adult group that meets in Bismarck. Missed any of those interesting conversations? Want to hear them again? Just log on to our uh, website, realpresenceradio.com. You can check them out there in our podcast section or wherever you get your podcasts. Put Real Presence Live down as one of your favorite podcasts, and it'll alert you when we've got new content up. We break the show down into four segments, and so you can just listen to the interviews that you want to. So we try to make it nice and easy. I'm Heather Carroll broadcasting from Sioux Falls. Hope you have a great rest of your week. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. 
Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.